Welcome back to Rockhound Radio, your podcast for gaming and then everything and anything in between. From ghosts and ghouls to Bigfoot to horror myths to Pokemon to D&D, we got it all here. Thanks for tuning in. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It is a new year. Oh, God, let me get this adjusted real quick. New year, same podcast. We're back, baby, 2024. Man. What a shock. This is going to be a great year. Um, for starters, I will turn 30 this year. So, yeah. Later this month, the big 3-0. God, can't imagine, or I can't believe that it's been, it just feels like yesterday I was 18 and felt like I could rule the world. Now I'm uh, almost 30 and it's like, God, the fucking world just consumes you after some time, you know. Shit gets hard, times get tough, but uh, yeah, we're still here. Hopefully everybody had, and it, yeah, bleh. and then, God, I can't even think right now. Hopefully everybody enjoyed their New Year's, or hopefully, you know, you celebrated if you had to work. That's a bummer, dude. Hopefully if you did have to work, maybe he was making a little bit extra money, you know, uh, hopefully at least. I know some places are very reluctant on uh, paying their employees for being there during the holidays, although some are very giving. So last week, we uh, tried to pick up my storybook again. This is like... I don't know. I still love this. Just reading out of my little storybook, you know, hanging out, talking about my favorite thing in the world, Pokemon, my favorite you know, gaming franchise in the world, I should say. Um, but yeah, we are picking up where we left off last week. We were just kind of moseying our way through. I actually, I haven't even played for like probably two weeks and I still have pages of material for you guys. So yeah, we're just going to take another old chapter out of the book here. So I have... Where we left off last time was a, we were talking about doing some grinding, getting some levels in, what city is it? Nimbasa City. It's got all the stadiums, you know, the football, baseball, uh, softball, and I think basketball too. Maybe soccer. I don't know. Either way. Maybe it's all of them. I don't remember. But yeah, it's a good spot to train. There's a lot of benefits from the experience. They give you potions. So yeah, definitely make sure you're hitting up your local training areas. So on the next spot over, I have Lost Lorn Forest, Pokemon in Hiding. So this is a, oh, and I finally actually remember what this is. You go to Lost Lorn Forest, and it is right above, so if you go to the east of Nimbasa, there's like a street, and there's like a little, I don't know, food vendor or food truck is what it looks like. And if you go north of that area, you can find Lost Lorn Forest. And there's actually, the Pokemon in hiding is a Zorark, yeah, and the Illusion Pokemon. I believe it made its debut in black and white originally, and then, excuse me, I don't remember the interaction. I knew I should have wrote it down a little bit better, but I think like the Pokemon's pretending to be a person. And then you talk to them and they like reveal that they're a Pokemon and they give you TM95 Snarl, which is a, <coughs> oh, excuse me, a dark type special move, I believe. I don't think it's very powerful, but um, see, this was a Pokemon. So Zororark and its pre-evolved form Zorua, yeah, Zorua is... One of the Pokemon that you can only get, I believe, through an event in the original Black and White. And I remember being so freaking upset because in my original copy of whichever one I played, I think it's white version, um, 
that was one of the Pokemon. I only needed like maybe four or five Pokemon and Zorua was one of them. So if I ever feel like, because I know you can get one in this game, maybe I'll uh, trade it back to my old game and finish up that Pokedex once and for all. That'd be kind of cool, I guess. But yeah, this is a cool area. Item finder, everything. I Yeah, this was a, I will say this is one of the more enjoyable games Pokemon wise that I played, especially since, and I can, and I say that because this is one that I haven't played 3,000 times. You know what I mean? I've only played it. Well, this is literally how far I am currently is the farthest I've ever been in the game. And I definitely have been taking my time. Well, as you guys know, we've been covering this game. Uh, here's the best joke of the day since last year. So, yeah, it's definitely we bet. Yeah, uh, we've definitely been taking our time, which is fine. You know, I enjoy that. I uh, hopefully you guys have kind of enjoyed the more relaxed kickback schedule. I know that it's been kind of spotty for episodes the last couple of weeks, and that's on me. I just been had a lot of shit going on, and uh, I'm sorry, guys, but I. You know what? This is a new year. I'm going to pledge to be better. And we're going to get those episodes out for you guys to hang out, listen, and, uh, you know, because you never know what might happen in a year, man. So, either, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. So, yeah, I didn't find everything because I have a little picture of a leaf stone that I drew. And, you know, there is a leaf stone and there are several other things. Did quite a bit of training going into the, I have like, four or fifth scratched out fourth gym lost track of them which i really at this point i really did because i was probably 10 ish hours into the game and i feel like after so long in a pokemon game you can just kind of get lost and you know forget what gym you're on there's been several times where i didn't realize that the gym i'm on is like i think the most current one i'm on i'll, I'll we'll take a little peek into the future uh i was on rival nope that's a rival battle Maybe I'll find it. Oh, yeah, here we go. Currently, my current to-date notes has five badges in 21 hours and 29 minutes. And that is, yeah, that's all the farther I am. But I, I did, the, on that page farther on, is I did acquire the sixth gym badge. So I'm not really, like, going super-duper fast. But, yeah, I definitely, it's easy to lose track of stuff in these games. Just because there's so much like to you know to track your attention whether it's like you know things that you do daily like there's several people that you find daily that have you know there's a person that gives you a random item every day and you can get some really fucking good items from that person um they're like it's like on treasure beach or something i don't remember where it's at it's uh, it's not right where we're at right now but um maybe it is uh, da, 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 da. no, it's not on here or not where we're at, but anyway, yeah, there's a lot of daily things. So it'll kind of, you know, distract you, you know, there's, you know, I used to play some Pokemon games just, uh, for five or 10 minutes a day, just to like hop on, check a few things. And I was like, okay, if it's not my encounter, I'll reset it. Whether it's like the honey trees or, you know, whatever it may be. So yeah, it's easy to, you know, be adventuring in the world of Pokemon and then forget what we're even doing so here's a level update for my team which you know i've been throwing these in here and there just to kind of give you an idea of where we're at you know maybe it'd be cool if you know we what i really need to do is like find a game that you know several people are interested in and then we'll get like a little i don't know we'll get a little thing together do like a 
know, some kind of challenge or something. I think it'd be fun to get, you know, some of the fans, some of you guys, you know, into it. You know, some of you have a lot more time to game than others. You know, I fortunately have quite a bit of time to, to game, and we'll get to that when we get to rank check for COD. So anyway, back to the Pokemon. We have, we're going to do our uh, team team check here with Harley Quinn, the lovable Sandile, level 25, Deadshot, our Electabuzz, level 30, gained an evolution there, Bloodsport, the Eevee, level 26, Peacemaker, Pig Knight, level 31, definitely a ringer, he is a very good Pokemon, I'm very happy I chose Firefighting. Um, Ace team coming along, missing Flying and Water, which I believe... Oh, I actually do know. I can't wait till we get to that part because I retconned the flying and water type um, later on down the road. Like I picked up a couple people for my team, and I think I swapped out somebody. But that's all. That's all future stuff. We'll, we'll get too caught up in that, and then we won't be able to time travel back. So yeah, I was pretty happy with my team. I know that the gym battle, like I knew the gym leader was going to be. I have the levels on my phone. Um, it's like level 28, 29, and 30, maybe. You know what? I got to look it up anyway. I will tell you. So, yeah, it is. Let's see here. Well, I can't even think of her name. Whoever. Elisa. Elisa's Pokemon. She is the um, electric gym leader and she has a level 28 emolga which is flying and electric a level 28 flaffy just electric and then a level 30 zeb strike uh, with motor drive citrus berry and a pretty freaking good move set so and then like her specialty is volt switch you know get in hit you with a volt switch and then go back out i really thought that my Sandile, even though it was level 25, that it was going to be a little bit better than it was. So I went into this thinking, okay, yeah, like, we're good. We're, we were not good. The, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, like, her second Pokemon, not even Zebstrika, or maybe it was Zebstrika, like, ruined my Sandile, and it ruined Electabuzz. Um, it was very strong for what it was i i have right here roll well see you, it's kind of like a little two-part adventure for the gym you got to go on a roller coaster mayhem and then on the project runway so if you remember in nimbasa city the city we're in is like the got the amusement park so you go over to this place and they're like yeah lisa's in here and then you like do this whole fucking roundabout on a roller coaster you get all the way to the end and i think someone tells you like hey you know she's she's actually at the gym now so now you can go to the gym and then it's like a, like I said, it's like project runway. It's, it, it's pretty cool actually. Like the animation, like it's not terrible. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of funny. It's very, it's very extra. You know, there's a lot that went into it. Damn tough gym battle is what I have wrote here. Hardest yet volt switch is the team you get after you defeat her. And it was a, like it was a tough, a tough fucking match. That Zeb strike level 30, it knowing flame charge and then it knew volt switch quick attack and then pursuit i think it was, was i know that pursuit was its move maybe it wasn't quick attack but i'm pretty sure it was um it just had a fucking really good strat and it kicked my ass i didn't lose 
but it was definitely a uh, definitely a tough battle for what I was, and I was like, "Fuck, man, I need to uh, start leveling because, ooh, you know, it's just God. It's never good when you go into a gym battle and you're like, okay, like, and you have a good team. Like, I got a pretty good team, you know. What I mean, I've got a pretty good overall, except for Evie being a normal type. But other than that, like, I got a pretty decent balanced team. I thought type coverage wise and team wise. I was like, man, you know, I got a ground type. Okay, cool. That'll, you know, I didn't expect Sandile to shoulder the entire burden of the battle, but I definitely expected him to be a little tougher than what she was. But yeah, she got fucking destroyed. And I almost want to say it was like by like not even a electric type move. Well, obviously it wasn't electric type move, but it's not like they had anything that was super effective or anything. Oh. Man, sorry. I was like just sitting here chatting it up. Fucking yawn attacked me from out of nowhere. Um Yeah, what was I even saying? Yeah, it was it it wasn't even like a f- like not very effective moves, I think. It just my sandile, Harley Quinn has horrible, horrible defense. I took a negative and a defense nature, and it is not doing me any favors. So roller coaster mayhem, project runway, tough battle, yeah, all that stuff we already covered. So after the gym battle, you and your arrival battle some plasma nerds. So yeah, I don't even remember why they I mean Team Plasma just has like a habit of showing up sometimes and being like, Hey, yeah, we're uh Team Plasma, you know. We're gonna do stuff that you know you probably won't appreciate. So I'm pretty sure they showed up, you and your uh rival, me and old Cam. We laid waste to the plasma nerd because they're never really tough. And they all come with like the same agenda. They're like, oh, we're going to, you know, do stuff and be bad people. And, you know, they show up, they try to do their thing. And we're like, bro, come on. You're being a little ridiculous. So what we're going to do now is we are going to head into break. We get back from break. We'll wrap up our story time for today and uh, give you a little. We'll talk about a little what's going. Yeah, we'll be back after break. All right, we are back from break, and I got my tongue all untwisted, I believe. So I think we're ready to finish this episode up. We'll wrap up story time for the day. Uh, You, like I said, we left Team Plasma sniveling and crying, blah, blah. They ran away, like always. And then you can move on out of Nimbasa to the every watermelon. Yeah, watermelon. (laughs) That is how my brain works. If uh, you need an easy way to remember the compass north east south and west always and i've remembered this since i was probably in grade school and it's something i'll never ever forget i forget what teacher it was but you know props to them they when you know when you're learning the compass they said the easiest way to remember you know the directions is never eat sour watermelons so it's north east south west so if you go watermelon, a.k.a. west, out of Nimbasa City, you will reach Route 4. And there's your little uh, Rocco's worldly fact for the day. Maybe we'll have to do one of those every episode, just a little factoid about where, you know, maybe little tidbits of stuff to help you. I don't know. Maybe maybe that'll help. Maybe somebody would be like, damn, that's easy to remember. Because I, I remember being a kid and being like, fuck, dude, I'll never forget that. Nobody wants to eat a sour watermelon, yo. You know what I mean? So anyway... Route four, you can finally battle the guy on the bike, Charles. Charles, heartbreaker. 
So he's kind of like a, he's a weirdo, dude. He's like, uh, my name, Charles, Charles Heartbreaker. And you, he's got a cool team, lame mechanic. So I forget which it is. It's either a rotation or a triple battle. So remember all those years ago when Generation 3 came out for the Game Boy Advance, I was the Wii Child and Ruby and Sapphire were the first Gen 3 excuse me, they were the first generation three Pokemon games and you, they introduced a new mechanic called double battling. And it was like the fucking craziest thing in the world. Like, Oh my two Pokemon battling at once. Right. So everybody kind of loved it. And it's actually like highly regarded. Still a lot of your, um, championships, like world level, like fucking worldwide, champions or tournaments or whatever you want to call like the the serious competitive side of pokemon i'm pretty sure all competitive leagues are double battles so they've definitely stuck around and double battling is really cool because you can use different pokemon to build off of each other you know if you want to have one boss and one fucking healer or builder or stat booster whatever that may be maybe just two hosses right out the gate i don't know I've never been big into competitive double battling, but there's a whole nother side. And this is what the cool part about Pokemon always has been, right? You have your one side where it's like how we're playing it, right? We're just kind of moseying through the game. We're having a good time. You know, we're adventuring. We're sucking all the story in. And then you have the other, like the darker side of the game, which it goes from a role-playing game. Like your line is really low. Your baseline is just, we're hanging out. We're fucking chilling. And then once you cross that line, right, it goes to like a fucking super crazy, somewhat dark competitive side of things where, you know, this Pokemon may not look very cool or may not be the greatest, but it does like one thing very, very well. And then a lot of like your mythicals and legendaries are in competitive leagues and things like that and so on and so forth. And a lot of like your, you know, pseudo legendaries, but there, you know, I remember back in the day, um, which Smogin is still a pretty big battle thing or whatever. Um, but like they used to have rank systems of like OU and UU, and it was like overused, underused. So there's definitely different categories of Pokemon in the competitive scene that are maybe a little bit less firepower, but just as good for utilization. So anyway, you, I guess the whole point of this was to explain the type of battle it is. So it's either a triple battle or a rotation and a rotation battle is three Pokemon out on the field, you versus your, whoever you're battling. And you can choose to rotate a diff, a, to the left or right for a different Pokemon to come out or just to, you know, attack with the Pokemon you have out. So what I noticed, and these kind of pop up here and there throughout the game, which I thought was really cool because you don't, I, I never really expect it because I sometimes forget about it. And then every now and then you'll hit a trainer and it'll be like, all right, triple battle. And you're like, oh, okay, fuck dude. Hell yeah. But uh, no, your rotation is a lot of people will like have one Pokemon use a move that'll like debuff you or your it's whoever its enemy is and then switch to its other pokemon and like you know throw out a quick physical move or whatever its best move is real quick it's like a lot of uh it's like a little tit for tat you know what i mean and then the triple battle and i'm not really a huge fan of triple battling just because the the way that's set up in the game is 
it's just like a double battle except for three obvious i guess that's kind of obvious but you can only attack pokemon directly in front of you or to your left or right so your pokemon on the far left cannot attack the opposite pokemon on the far right that's the only bad thing so like you know you have to swap your pokemon around if you have like a type advantage on a certain mon that you can't hit that you you know if you're worried about and you need to take them out whatever so on and so forth but yeah it's definitely a cool mechanic and like i said i like the fact that they just kind of keep it in the game because in the older game like in ruby and sapphire when double battles were introduced like there were some yes and there was actually the first uh, gym battle or the first gym to be hosted by two gym leaders like as a double battle was in that generation but you know there wasn't like a whole whole lot of double battles in the game you know there was a handful don't get me wrong but it's not like it was you know they just kind of like sprinkled them through and i think it was just to kind of you know they're they're dipping their toe in the water right because the i what i i guess what i remember now is i feel like an emerald which was like the third successor to ruby and sapphire i feel like an emerald it had more which i know it does it has more trainers in the game and i think with that they added in more opportunities for battles to become double battles so instead of you know, you, you you had the choice, I guess, to choose to battle, you know, say, Rob by himself, or you could b fight Rob and Jeff together. So, I don't know. Just a just a cool thing. I, I love, I've always uh, admired that the Pokemon company is, they're, they're ready to get fucking wet and wild on some ideas. Some of them stick, dude, and they're fucking fantastic. And some of them suck, and they get berated for them by the fan base. And you know what? Who cares, man? Because it's Pokemon, and people are going to play it. I know I am. So anyway, I got a little, I drew a little uh, headstone here that says Rip Charles with a little heartbreak on it because, uh, yeah, you like, you like break his heart. Charles runs away. No more Charles the Heartbreaker. Charles the Heartbroken is more like it. You get a call from Yancey. Yeah, like this fucking random person because you, the drop item still know. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure we talked about this before. You pick up that like lost item and then this Yancey person starts calling you. And every time they call you, they're like, oh, what are you doing? And then they're like, oh, my boss is on the phone. I can't really be on the phone right now. And they'll hang up. No idea who it is. And I think I've, I've read about who it is or what it is or what exactly is going on with it. And I just I can never remember. So I'm hoping to be surprised when I figure it out. You know, maybe it'll jog my memory. But yeah, I just, you know, little things like this. It really makes like uh, really flushes the game out. So, yeah, made it to the next city, Driftvale. Officially the farthest I've ever gotten in this game since I bought it. Yeah, this is fucking true. I bought this game several years ago, probably three years ago now. And it was a little Valentine's Day present to myself, actually. Um, a little funny story. I bought my wife something. I had bought her several things for Valentine's Day. And I was like, you know, all right, you know, it's all it's coming in from Amazon, right? And it was like a couple days before, I think it was Valentine's day was over like a weekend, like maybe a Sunday or whatever day it was. And my, I, my wife's stuff was going to be coming in the mail the next day or whatever it was. And, you know, me and Cameron were up at uh, Maxine's bargain box up in Newark and check that store out if you're around and local. And, uh, they had a copy of Pokemon white too, complete for like 140 bucks. And I pulled the trigger on it. I'd been looking for it for a long time. Could never find a complete copy. Could never even, had never even seen a copy of the game in there. 
And aside from ordering online, you know, I didn't really want to order it online. And I saw it in there, 140 bucks. And I said, yep, I'm buying that. And then, you know, I called my wife and said, all right, we're on our way home. You know, hey, don't worry about ordering me anything for Valentine's Day because I kind of bought myself something. She's like, you know, what do you mean? And I was like, well, and then I had to explain why I spent $140 on a game that's like from 2011 or 12 or whatever it was, even before that, I think. So I was like, ooh, sorry, you know, love you, honey, but I had to. I was like, I've been looking for it for so long. But yeah, it was a complete edition. I have the box up there on the shelf. And uh, that that's probably that's probably one of my my better my better gets for collecting Pokemon stuff. I did just buy a fucking sick Mewtwo model at Hobby Lobby, and it's just a little snap together Mewtwo, and he's sitting on my uh, he's sitting up on my stand, staring down at me next to our Lego Groudon and our little Lugia that we got from the pre-ordering heart gold and soul silver all those years ago so i got you know i, I want to keep like expanding and getting like pokemon models and stuff i don't know i think it's pretty wicked cool but yeah if you're ever in hobby lobby dude check it out they got a bunch of cool shit in there don't ever buy pokemon cards there gee many christmas i went in there and i was like you know cameron was like oh they might have some cheap pokemon cards on sale yeah right they were like double the price of what they are at any other store they're like almost nine dollars for a pack of like not even newer Pokemon cards, maybe like a two, like a set or two ago. I was like, you guys are freaking crazy, man. So yeah, farthest I've ever gotten the game. And uh, oh, here's a little update. 12 hours, 20 minutes. So I was roughly what I said earlier, 10 hours, 10-ish hours, whatever I was at. So yeah, that's a cool little update. Didn't even see that there. Uh, Red Shard Move Tutor. If you look around in Driftvale, you'll find a guy that is a move tutor and he'll give you if you give him red shards he can tutor you moves and he has actually got some really fucking good moves man so big win you can find so many items gifts people everywhere so yeah that was driftvale city and not all of it but that's you know the start of driftvale city look around everywhere man because there is hidden treasures all through the sand and all through unova so we're getting ready to wrap up for the day. Last thing we want to do is check in on Modern Warfare 3 rank check, baby. I think like last week we was at like 190-something. And uh, I had a week off from work, and I played a ridiculous amount of Call of Duty and Baldur's Gate 3, which a lot of the Baldur's Gate stuff we'll be saving for Friday's episode, where Cam and I are going to chat it up about Baldur's Gate. And uh, it might be like the first half of the episode, me and him, and then I might wrap up the last little bit of the episode. I haven't decided yet. It all just uh, depends on if we get back together. So yeah, look forward to that. And back, anyway, back to Call of Duty. I took advantage of the double XP weekend with everything, and I am currently now at like level 212, I think. So yeah, I'm, I'm climbing up to that uh, Prestige 5 uh, Master rank or whatever it is. I think it caps at 250, so we're Hopefully, well, I know we'll probably hit it before the season's up. So yeah, I'm anxious to see if it's going to reset every season. I don't know. I played a, I haven't played a modern Call of Duty this hard in a while. But yeah, really enjoying it. I was going to try and do the Interstellar camo challenge where you get all the guns camoed all the way up, and I am currently at about 14 out of 36. I finished all the assault rifles, SMGs, almost all the shotguns. I have like one left. I did the melee weapons. So yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'll have it in me to do the LMGs and the snipers and all that. 
I just uh, kind of just do it when I get bored of getting my ass kicked or if I get bored of just playing in general. But yeah, we, uh, we've been squatting up, running some hardcore search and destroy. That's always a lot of fun, but I will say, I could, you know, it's just like any game, man. Some days you're good and you fucking run a, run a team down their throat, you know, and then one the next day you fucking you suck. So I'm a victim of both of those things. Yesterday was not my day. And the days that I can't play Call of Duty, I just, uh, I say, you know what? I'm going to take the fucking high road and play Baldur's Gate and restart a character again, which I did this after Cameron and I recorded last week. So it's, there won't be a whole, maybe that's what I'll do is talk about my new character and some of the choices that I made to wrap up uh, this Friday's episode. But anyway, any more, uh, yeah, shit. I got to get this episode out to you guys so you can hang out and listen, uh, you know, the first episode of a brand new year. Hopefully you guys liked it. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the games that we've been covering every week. Shout out to, uh, yeah, all the, all the fans that are returning back for the new year, all the new fans that are here for the new year. You know, we're all just hanging out, having a good old time. Thanks for listening guys so much. I appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing the rest of you guys back on a Friday and, uh, yeah, that's all I got. And in the meantime, you can find me anywhere you find your podcast at Rockhound Radio. Make sure you head on over to all those places, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, ugh, I don't even know, Apple Podcasts. You know, leave a rate, leave a review, drop a follow, do whatever you got to do. You can also find me on YouTube and TikTok and Facebook. So reach out. Let me know what's up. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on Friday. Thanks, guys, for listening. Have a good night.